If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to Perfect Tomorrow, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, a spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Perfect! telling y'all that we love y'all we're grateful for the opportunity to be anywhere sharing our thoughts in a way that we see life hopefully in helping you realize that you are perfect and the reason why i can jump on and say that unapologetically and be 100 percent sure is because i know that you are one of one numero uno you cannot be replicated or duplicated and the only reason the only reason you will look at yourself and say that you're not perfect is if you're looking at somebody else and saying I'm not them or I'm not doing it like them. And of course, it's yours truly, Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood real estate. And I have my boy, Jay Clay, spiritual rapper and teacher. And we're about to get on here and talk about forgiveness. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. What up, Jay? What up, what up? Happy, happy perfect day. Happy day in perfect land with all my perfect people and all the perfectness helping us recognize our perfection. But yeah, man, uh, feeling good on this on this beautiful day. Shout out to Troy. Um, the screen's a little blurry. It's, 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 it's cool. Uh, we can still hear you good, still hear you clear, so that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm forgiving, I'm forgiving my internet for doing what it's doing today because it's doing it wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so, so, you know, to the point of that, man, and talking about forgiveness and you're doing it wrong, like, I want to know what your thoughts are, what you were thinking about when you came with this topic, because it really like it made me it, it, it made me pause for a second. And it made me think about honestly, it made me think about how I have not truly forgiven in some instances, but I'll get there. But I want to see what you thought, what your thoughts were on it. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I, I, I practice forgiveness. I study forgiveness. Uh, I, I understand the intricacies of it. And a lot of a lot of people I see are doing, I, I call it half forgiveness. Um, because like some of the narratives are like, yeah, I forgive, but you know, I still got to protect myself. I still got to, you know, do this. So, so more harm won't come to me. I got, I got to manage this. So, so in a sense, it's not like they're, they've really forgiven them. They just, they just saying they won't retaliate in some way. And that's not quite forgiveness. That's just saying, okay, you still did something wrong to me. Um, I acknowledge you. I see you as a person that does this wrong thing. And I, I, I just I just won't do anything back to you. I just I'll just let it go. But that's not necessarily forgiveness. And I, and I kind of wanted to talk about it and how that can still limit you uh, from just being as free as you want to be, in a sense. You know, funny thing is, uh, I talked to one of my cousins about this one day. And uh, I, I, I think the way that I kind of internalized it and I thought about it was that, you know, we can only think about so many things, period. Or we can only hold in so many things that um, we're able to be ready to take action on, in a sense, whenever they're presented to us. And, uh, you know, I, 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 you know I, my cousin was telling me that they had forgiven somebody. And then the moment when that person came around, the very first thing that came to my cousin's mind was, oh, they finna come up in here tripping. And so I, 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 you know, I explained to her at the time, I was like, well, you said that you've forgiven them, but if you had forgiven them, the very first thing that came to mind when you saw them wouldn't have been the past grievances that you might have had with them, or you wouldn't even think that they're going to incite anything that's not um, loving in a sense in this environment. And, 
you know, she didn't necessarily get it, but I, I just said, so just imagine it like this. You have so many compartments in your brain, period. And in each one of those compartments can only hold so much stuff. And so in this compartment, though you haven't opened this box up in a year, it's still there. And what we want to do is remove that compartment or that box out of your brain so that way you can put something else in there that will be loving or fulfilling for your life. But you're holding that because you want to feel that type of feeling when you were around them or you want to hold that type of thought because you don't feel like they can be any different than the way that you've categorized them in your brain from the time whatever happened happened go ahead jay yeah i mean and that's a good example because it, it, it takes up space and that that space is of hate you know what i mean like you have this secret box of hate that you don't even realize realize you have and it's impacting everything in your life because everything you experience is based on what you have on the inside. Like it is no, it's no magic, button. like you, you, you cannot separate yourself from your reality in a sense, because it's just a projection of what's inside. If you feel bad about yourself, you're probably going to feel bad about the world. If you feel good about yourself, you're probably going to be feel good about, about uh, the world. And we say it all the time. Like we've all been in that zone where nothing's going to get us down. It's like, we're whistling and skipping, skipping while we're walking. It's like, yeah, I just feel good. And, you see nothing wrong with the world. Like you don't even care about the world. That's just how good you feel. But we've also had days where like, I want to be bothered. Uh, I hate my life right now. I got to go to this place. I got to do this thing. I got to be around this person. And you hate the world. Like that's, that's reflected there as well. And that's why I love that example. Like you hold, you're holding all of these boxes of all of these people you haven't forgiven all of this animosity and unhealingness. And you wonder why the world is how it is. And so even just to add to that, and I know like a lot of times when we talk about forgiveness, a big part of what we think about forgiveness is forgiving other people that have done things to us. But another big part of that is forgiving yourself. And just like those boxes that you have for other people, you have multiple boxes for yourself that are like that you have compartmentalized in your brain. So you might have a box for when this happened to me, for when this happened to me, for when this happened to me. And so like, you go around like I, I again i just try to always relate stuff to, to to my house like or to my life like in, in like something practical like i have a, a a drawer in my kitchen right in this drawer it's just a bunch of anything it's nothing like it's just a bunch of mess right and funny enough i was at a friend's house last night and they opened up their drawer and they tried to hurry up and close and i was like everybody has that drawer in their house like everybody i've been to but it, essentially like you just throw stuff in that drawer and you think that it does not have an effect on you until maybe somebody else sees it or until you need to get something that you know that might be in that drawer that's surrounded by all of that stuff. And so like by you holding on to all of these things that don't necessarily make sense, it slows you down and trying to accomplish exactly what it is that you want to accomplish or you feel embarrassed whenever other people see that thing come to the surface and you know i think that a, a big part of this whole thing too when it comes to forgiveness is outside of other people is forgiving yourself go ahead jay yeah and i love that too uh now that you think about it we do have that drawer i think we have two of those drawers <laughs> we got and two of course it's not my fault but now nah, but i i am gonna do what i need to do to, to clean that <laughs> i'm playing i'm gonna do what i need to do to to, to clean that up uh today actually because yeah it's, it's no point in, in just having compartments of things that we don't need or or to think that we will need it later and that's what we're saying when we don't forgive somebody we're saying we have hate or we have disgust or we have despair whatever that we're gonna need it someday because it, it serves us and we we really believe it it serves us someday but it really never will serve you and so we'll go ahead no no i i just i want you to finish but it's just a simple fact that you said that we're holding on to it because we feel like it's going to serve us one day and like that is just a mind-blowing thought that again resentment whether it's for somebody else or for yourself or like you know um thinking that you have to be disappointed in yourself like i'm hold this disappointment just so that way I can remember how disappointed I was when I did this. Like, that's a crazy thought. Go ahead, man, my bad. Yeah, no, nah, it's true. And, and, and so I, I, do, I do want to define what true forgiveness is, too. Um, because, again, like some forgiveness is of the ego, so it's not really forgiveness. It's like you, it's the illusion of forgiveness. And that's, again, it's, it's like when you say, I'm going to be the bigger person and forgive you. 
again, but you yeah. you just, you're just agreeing not to retaliate, but yeah. you're still holding on to that for later. But true forgiveness is recognizing that <clears throat> that person never did anything to you. They couldn't do anything to you. You're you're really mad at yourself for the definition you associated with either either the act that they did or um, your your part in it in a sense. And, it, and I know it sounds like I'm saying I'm blaming the victim, and it, it's, that's not exactly the case. But in a sense, it, it's we're, we're never really mad at a person. We're mad at our definition we gave what happened and and what that means, like what what, the, what this act or that thing means to me. Like we we feel like it's an attack on me, but really, if I were to change my definitions or forego it and accept that I couldn't possibly know what this will lead to or or the ramifications, life can be <clears throat> can be a lot easier and a lot freer. I think too that comes with like taking ownership of your world. You know what I'm saying? Like taking ownership of your steps. You know, a, a funny thing is I was talking to Charnay about this. You know, we we were having a a discussion about you know some family stuff, or whatever, right? And you know, my sentiment is always the expectation of others cannot be a part of your world, or like you know, uh, the, the results or what somebody else does cannot be a part of your world. Your world have to be based off of your own steps. And, you know, one of the scenarios that I was giving her was that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Jesus walking through the desert and him it ultimately, you know, sacrifices himself for everybody. Like, like he could be mad, like boys, man, I be trying to tell boys, they don't be listening to your boy. Like I'm doing all of this for y'all and, and people still tripping. But the, the reality of it was he was like, these are my steps. This is what I'm going to do. Regardless of what happens, I don't harbor or hold anything because I am I am responsible for what I'm what I'm trying to accomplish. And no matter what comes with it, I forgive it all. And I think that's a part of what you're saying. Like, um, you know, just making sure that you take ownership of it all. Take ownership of your steps. Take ownership of the, the mark that you're trying to make on the world. And that includes like when you decide to forgive somebody instead of being a bigger man, like you do, you, you do make a bigger mark when there's true forgiveness there. Like when you really can give it up to somebody and then give them a hug and not be the bigger man, like you show a whole different kind of love than that what could have ever existed in a moment like that anyway. And, and to use, uh, to use Jesus as an example, like, he showed that there was no sacrifice. And, and what I mean by that is, so I, I've heard a lot of spirit channels, or people that spirit uh, that channel spirits and things from like the other side, higher selves and stuff. They say things that we're living upside down, like we're, we're living backwards. And what that means is the things that we think make us strong actually make us weak. The things we think make us weak actually Thanks. make us strong. So for an example, like, Man. If if the, the only reason somebody wouldn't forgive someone else is they're trying to protect themselves from getting hurt. And when you protect yourself, in a sense, you're making yourself weak because you're saying what I am cannot just be like it has to be protected. But when you when you say, I, I don't care, I'm still going to be me no matter what you do, no matter what acts happen. I'm still me and nothing can take that away. And you you stand strong. You don't protect yourself in any way. And I know how hard that can sound living the opposite way. But once you do it, you realize how strong you really are and why protect what is little. Like, for example, like if my body is weak enough to just die, why would I protect that when we are everlasting life? And, and I know that that's again, it's not easy for people to live that way when they have a history of one believing in history and, and living that way for, for long periods of time. But initially, when we came in here, that's how we are. It's it's the body doesn't matter in a sense because we are eternal. We can manifest a new body at will, but it's not even about things against the body. Sometimes we, we think our character is attacked. We think our, our, um, our ego is attacked. We, we think who, who we are in some way, like, yeah, they call me a liar and I don't appreciate them calling me a liar. Well, so what, you know what I mean? The, the people that know you know you aren't a liar if you aren't a liar. So for you to protect against that, it's like you're saying, oh, I do have something to hide that I am a liar and you're exposing this truth that I don't want people to know. I got to hide that thing. Yeah. And so but I'm going to tell you what's crazy again. And this is uh, mostly because of rep repetition and what's being taught from a young age. Now, funny, like, again, me having kids, I always bring this up. I get to see some of these things on the forefront. 
and I try to combat them when I recognize them. Now, I don't always recognize the things that we're instilling in our kids because we're so we're so accustomed to living a certain way. Some stuff is just kind of habitual. It's kind of natural. You don't even you don't even recognize that you can do it. But funny enough, this week, just the other day, um, I I don't know how it kind of the conversation kind of came up, but. You know, Brody, I think he told Chardonnay and TJ that he had got bullied at school. Brody, he's five years old, right? And so I'm sitting on the couch, and then, you know, they I, they kind of I, – I, it wasn't a big deal. I feel like that, right? So that's the reason why nobody's making a big deal out of it. But he said it. He said it to me, and I was like, you got bullied? Now, the reason why I'm saying it the way that I said it is because my initial reaction in the inside of me was like, what, like? It was retaliate, you know, retaliatory. Like I, I wanted to retaliate, you know what I'm saying? In my mind, I was like, somebody bullied you. Like, what, you know, and I was like, I looked at everybody, I was like, is this for are y'all playing with me? Like, you got bullied? And then uh, you know, they were like, Yeah, and I was like, okay, I said, okay, cool. So I I I got it. I said, what happened? And he said, Well, uh, you know, I was I was standing in spine and some kid was like, I don't remember exactly how he, but he essentially was like, and then like you a loser type of thing, right? And so in that moment, now this is where the kids can make things not really be as big as they are. You know what I'm saying? Like when he when he showed me that it snapped, I snapped out of where I was at. You know what I'm saying? Like again, it doesn't matter what happened, but because it was something so kitty, I was able to 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 really internalize, okay, this dude, this dude is not really doing anything, right? And so I said. Well, Brody, what did you do back? And he said, I didn't I didn't do nothing. And I said, well, you know, at the end of the day, man, you can't worry about what anybody's saying. I said, did it hurt you? Did it feel a certain way? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't. None of that didn't happen. I said, well, you just go around. You just go and continue. to. Now, again, this is where I'm able to give a message whether I was ready to give it or not. Right. This is like me seeing outside of myself. I said, well, just keep going. Just keep going and being great. Because when you're great, things like that's going to always come up. But if you just keep being great, you it won't bother you, right? And so that's the message that I got to give a five-year-old, right? And it's just it's just one of those things that, again, me processing it back, I remember how in the beginning I felt. And I know how I could have been like, well, next time you see him do it, you do it too. You know what I'm saying? And I could even minimize how that could come out to somebody else. It didn't hurt you, so it ain't gonna hurt him. And so it's just kind of it's just one of those things. But go ahead, bro. Yeah, no, nah, it's true. And and when you think of it, like almost everything is childish. Um, when you break it down and look at it, like like just about everything is childish. But what makes it maybe more adult again are the definitions we give things, the parameters we give things. We 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 teach kids that if somebody does this, do this, or if somebody does that, do that. And I'm not here to say, you know, what's right or wrong, what you should teach your kids or anything, because everybody has that right to to live and accept the things that they want to live and accept. Uh, but just realize we have that choice. And based on those choices of, of what we accept, things are like if we accept that someone can hurt us, someone will be able to hurt us. If we don't if we don't accept that being hurt is possible, you won't be hurt. Um, and it is it's very freeing to toe that line because th th there have been some times since I've been living this way where I saw where it's like, okay, I'm at this line. <laughs> I could go either way right now. Which way do I really want to go? And then I'm like, okay, let me let me just let this go. Let me forget about what happened. And, and that's what it is. And then what, what would end up happening a lot of times is whoever that was will come and apologize or something and I would forget what it was or what the circumstance was like eh, whatever happened happened but i've had times where if i remembered something that somebody did they never apologized it's it, it, like and it's funny how that works like because but because i'm holding them to that and so they can only present that side to me because that's the side that i'm meeting them at uh and where we can meet together so that's where i go back to the saying and i, I know that we kind of broke it apart earlier but being the bigger man, but the honest bigger man, or the 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 the, the loving bigger man, um, and the reason why I say that is because sometimes these like the problem is you don't know how to break the cycle if if nobody if nobody's teaching it right. 
So again, with, with Brody, like my initial reaction was based off how I grew up. Somebody hit you, you hit them back, right? Like, but we have all of these things that are in place that are the right things, like, you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So it teaches you to not necessarily be retaliatory or re react to somebody doing something to you. But yet and still, we would, the way that I acted when he first told me, if he catches it, then he's going to be appalled by it at first too, right? And so that's why I'm saying you got to be able to, uh, you got to be able to be the lesson teacher by the actions that you take. And so um, I think that in your point or the, 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 the example that you gave, like you can always remember, like nobody ever apologizes to me. But if you start being the perfect person, and I'm talking to myself, if I start being the person that always apologizes, then, oh, go ahead, Jay. What's it? Okay, well, okay, a, a few things. Like, so I'm apologizing, right? I don't even think we should apologize because that's admitting admitting guilt. And guilt is the problem. Like a lot of us, we try to guilt each other. We say, you have to feel guilty for me to forgive you. And then we still don't forgive them because we remember everything and we hold them to that guilt for the rest of their lives. And guilt is one of the things we should definitely let, let go of. Um, and even, and I was going to say to, to even about the, the bigger man, the reason I don't like phrasing it like that is because it's to imply that the other is the lesser man, but it's, it's to realize like we're all one to like to, in my world, I, I defined you. You know what I mean? I gave you all the meaning that you could have to me and the same that you have for me and, and everything else. And when we realize that we don't experience anything separate from the meaning that we gave everyone and everything, we realize how one we actually are. And if we if we start to see ourselves as bigger than another within this definition, we're saying they're lesser. They have to listen to me like like even and I'll say even like the no weapon shall form. I, I know I forgot the saying, yeah, but but like that. But to even say that is to acknowledge that a weapon, weapon can be can do something anyway. Like if it couldn't, you wouldn't even need to say anything. So 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 a couple of things here. So I'm I'm right there with you when you talk about the apology part. The reason why I am is because I am the person that's always quick to whether my wife or my kids to tell them you don't have to apologize to me. The reason why I apologize is because. That's what they expect from me. And again, it's not that I'm not, in a sense, really apologetic because the reality that I always tell myself or I tell them is I apologize for the way that I've made you feel or what I've done to make you feel like I've done something wrong to you in a sense, right? Because that's never my intentions. So that's what I normally apologize for. But it doesn't matter what the circumstances with me. I, I, I'm never looking for the apology. Um, I, again, 100 with the no weapon formed against me. But the reason why I brought that up is because of the sentiment that for somebody that does not understand that a weapon should not be able to hurt you, like the sentiment of saying that doesn't matter what it is, even though you might feel like it's harmful, it cannot hurt you. It's something that we spout like, but we don't always act that way. And, and 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 for you to make that a prominent phrase but still be hurt or harmed or feel like you have to retaliate because somebody's done something does not even stand true to the statement that you're trying to convey you know what i'm saying and that's kind of the way that i kind of internalize that anyway go ahead jay yeah and i, I want to say that your your screen cleared up i don't know exactly what it happened but I feel like that's a testament to this. We all forgave it. We were just going with it. <laughs> I, we still saw you as clear in our minds, and now you, you're clear. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty dope. Um, but, yeah, like, and, and that's what I mean. Like, when we, by acknowledging that there's that there's someone we have to forgive something to, like, like they did something to me, we are holding that weakness. We're saying weapons can be formed against us. Things can hurt me. I can be hurt. And... Again, like, like, why, why, if we can't be hurt, why protect was weak when we can just be strong? You know what I mean? And we can see each other as, as strength. So, so, and again, in the in the, the the tone of the of the conversation, another another a thing in forgiveness is like when you're when you're looking for somebody to forgive you. A lot of times you're you're really seeking to forgive yourself, but you just don't have enough strength to do that. Man. Like, you, you know, you just haven't really 
saw the situation for what it truly is in a sense. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, nah, it's true. It, it's because it's, will you forgive me? <laughs> it, <laughs> really, you, you, you just wanted to be absolved of that guilt. But, but and, and the reason we guilt people is because we think we get something out of the guilt, but now you just have a bunch of sorry people around you. Like, I mean, why everybody's so sorry? It's because you you're making them, them sorry. be sorry <laughs> to be around you. Yeah, it's like yeah. like like nah, you you don't have to apologize. You are who you are. We are who we are, and it, it's it's nothing you can do to make. It, it's nothing we can do to make each other less than. And once yeah. we understand that, once we understand how powerful we are and how powerful we'll just be, just cause that, that's just who we are, then we can let go of this idea that people have to suffer people have to atone in a way people have to do all these these things that even when they do them we still won't let it go so this will be my question for you when it comes to you know like you said it's funny you say a bunch of sorry people around you in a sense where they're not really sorry but they're acting a certain way because you've made you've made your world that but how do you actually start to recognize because sometimes you don't even again we live in such a way that we don't recognize the impact that we're making on our own world even from the standpoint of forgiving others or forgiving ourselves and so like how do we start to recognize in situations that we need to forgive ourselves number one or um in, in order to free ourselves from that you know what i'm saying because again it, all of this is easier said than done you know, um, we, we can talk about it, but if you don't see it, how do you know? Right. So it, it's one of those things that sadly you can't really prepare for. Well, OK, you could prepare for it in a sense where um, you have these conversations where you realize, OK, I'm limiting myself by not forgiving. So in a sense, you kind of want to welcome things that irritate you uh, because you because then you get to ask yourself that hard, hard question. What about this really makes me mad? Why am I so angry that somebody did this? Like in traffic, somebody cut me off. Why am I so mad? I'm, I'm not really in a hurry. There was no accident that happened. I'm still going to make it to my destination. But what is it about this person cutting me off that I'm just so irate at and I want to retaliate at them and, and, and hunk my horn at them and all this? And like when you start to ask yourself these questions, you get answers. And you're like, huh, that's that's crazy that... I feel this way about myself. And then, and then you see, like, it's not them. It's you who, who are holding yourself to that standard. Um, and but but again, like I always tell people, because 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 even though everything is, is even Stephen, so to speak, people believe in levels of forgiveness. Like they think that some things are unforgivable. And I would say, don't don't even worry about trying to forgive those unforgivable things yet, because it's, it's too great of a thing to take on. Start with the small, meaningless stuff. And, and slowly work your way up to that. I I love the fact that you brought up traffic into it too. But I, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story real quick about just a week ago. Now again, this is something that's always been an ongoing battle to me. I, I drive a lot, and I would tell you in the past I was a road rage person. I just hated people like driving a certain way. Like why are you driving like this? This drives me crazy, right? But I've come a long way in a sense, right? I don't trip with nobody because I always get to do what you with that, that what you said and that's I always asking myself a question of am I really in a rush even if I was in a rush why does this really even matter to me and um, when it comes to forgiving yourself in those situations like I really had to um, recognize myself and then tell myself that <clears throat> you know you are acting outside of yourself when do you ever want to be mad when do you ever want to be rushed? When do you ever want to be uncomfortable? Why am I choosing to be all these things in a single moment when I don't have to? You know what, Troy? Forgive yourself from that. Be comfortable. Be relaxed. Don't be rushed. But just this past week, I was uh, I was driving down Matlock in Arlington, and um, traffic was going slow. Now again, I'm in not I'm not I'm in no rush. Uh, and again, I'm not at the point where I will say anything to anybody no more, but it's all internal now at this point, right? And so I'm behind a car that's in what would be considered the fast lane, and he's just going slow. Like, I'm like, you're not even going to speed limit. Why are you not even going 45, bro? Like, go 45. And so all the other cars are getting over and going past and getting around and going in front of him. So me, I'm like, you know what? Just go around, go inside and get in front of him, right? 
But then when I get on the side of him and speed up, he speeds up too, right? And so in my mind, now I'm upset because I'm like, bro, you could have just drove fast when I was behind you. And so now the, 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 the way that my mind is working, even though I'm trying to combat it, I'm like, don't worry about this. Don't trip. Don't worry about it. Just you, you, now this is where I'm wrong. You'll be able to get in front of him in a minute. Don't worry about that much, right? So I go down the street. He's going faster. It's not going to let me come up. So now I know we come into a space where he's going to have to get over. And I'm thinking to myself, you're not getting over, dog. Under no circumstances are I, <laughs> am I letting you get in front of me, right? <laughs> and, and this is what's crazy about it, right? So we get to this spot, and he has to get over, and he has to slow down, and he has to get behind me. Right. And you would think that there is a level of gratitude or happiness that I'm going to get, like, because I won. But then that's when the real Troy snaps back into it. And I got to ask myself a lot of questions. Was it necessary? Like, again, there's no communication between me and this person. So it's not like we got a road rage thing going on. But it's still it just goes to show you how we can keep so much stuff internal. And now there's a battle that's not even real. Right. And so I started to uh, temper myself and say, hey, you know, how could I have handled that different? What could I have done differently? Why did it even matter? Now y'all are still by each other. It didn't make a difference where you were. And then I had to forgive myself for overreacting about things that didn't have to be necessary. And then I felt a sense of if this person passes me, I would love to wave and say hi or bye in a generous way. But oh, even though I didn't do it, I did it mentally because that was a form of me forgiving myself. And then next time when that situation comes up, I will react differently. It's not that serious. If you can get over, you can. You can't, you can't. But it, it just, you know, I, I love you brought up the traffic thing because it is a good way for you to uh, train your mind in a sense. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and, and, and even acknowledging too, like, that could be a fun situation. Y'all playing a game. Like, who can who can let who over? You know what I mean? I've played that before. I've won and lost. <laughs> I, remember, I remember one time we were driving back from Louisiana to Houston, and it was a car. They were trying so hard to get in front of me. But, I mean, I, we were both going fast, but I, I was just having fun. Like, man, and it, 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 it just I guess because I wasn't taking it seriously, it was like traffic was helping me to just always be able to weave back in front, and it was so funny. But when I'm not taking things, when I'm taking things seriously, it's a different story. We're good, we're good. Yeah, and and, and, I, and I was gonna say, and that is a big difference because somewhere inside of me, I I I decided to be upset. I did right, and then I was mad at myself again for being that because if I don't if I don't recognize that I allowed myself to be upset, that I made myself upset, and I don't forgive myself for that then I will continuously make that same action over and over again. And I love the fact that you said that uh, even though we're not, you know, advocating for people racing down the freeway and racing down the street and doing crazy stuff, but like really making it a game in my own mind, just like at the end, I made it a, a mental thing that I gave gratitude to that person after the fact, right? Yeah. You know, I mentally was like, hey man, I hope you have a good day. So that way I can free myself from what I was feeling because I shouldn't have been there anyway. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and, and also too, I, mean, I know we talked a lot about traffic, but like, again, one, one of the things I switched when I am start, started to be more forgiving in things is I really don't speed anymore. Like I'm really not in the hurry to get where I want to go to. Like, like I, I'm accepting that this moment is this moment and that moment is going to be that moment. And really, if, if you're within a city, you're only saving like five minutes anyway or 10 minutes anyway by, by going super fast. And it's like, for what? To just get home and then do nothing? You know what I mean? And I think I think that so to your point, and again, that's just our internal work that we have to do. I don't speed either. I don't like driving fast because I'm never in a rush. The thing that made me upset, and again, it shouldn't have, was the fact that he was going 30 in the 45. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not now I'm like now it's like, bro, come on. <laughs> what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And so that's again, it, it was just it was more than I was able to take on at the time. But uh, you know, fortunately for me, I was able to overcome that. But again, it's just it's just one of those things that it just goes to show you how much weight we put onto things that don't, don't really matter, which is typically all the time. You know, what reason in your own world do you have to be upset at all? Like, 
you can change like at any moment i could have just stopped and took a different route at any moment i could have just drove 30. Yeah. um uh, even from the standpoint of being in an argument with somebody like you never have to argue like you 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 never have to do it it's just a choice and then you will be upset about the argument instead of forgiving yourself for not choosing to do what was going to make you happy yeah. you know what i'm saying go ahead jay yeah and, and i always say like part of for forgiveness the other half of it is forgetfulness like you just really forget about it i, I don't know how many times i've been in the conversation uh and somebody would just bring up something so long ago with such clarity of something and i have no knowledge of it like what like what 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 are you talking about? And 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 to think like it's got to be painful to hold on to a lot of memories like that. You know what I mean? Of just people and things. It, I don't know. It, it, it's because it, it's a lot to really remember something. You know what I mean? Like to when when, when things are are joyful and, and free, you're not even thinking about accessing your memory. You're just in the moment. You're just enjoying it. But to actually hold all of these hurtful things and bring it with every moment to everybody to everything you do. That has to be painful, and it's it's another way like that. Like it's it's what, what I, I would pose the question: What's worth carrying all that pain, bro? Like again, it's I, I'm with you 100. Like, what would make you hate somebody for forever? Damn. Like, think about this. Like, what would make you hate someone for forever? Like, forever. I mean, I know people might jump on it and give some reasons. What if somebody killed your dog or something like you know what I'm saying? Like, but like forever. Like, in like there's never like there's never an opportunity for um change. And to me, that's what makes me bring it back to to me. So you're telling me there's something in me that's forever, that's never gonna change. My heart can never be mended like forever that's 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 a tough pill to swallow go ahead jay so the, the, the tough thing about forgiveness that i and this is this is probably the true reason a lot of people don't forgive is because it not only benefits you as the forgiver it benefits the person you forgive and once you forgive that person they're free to become a better person like you might not realize it by you forgiving them even if you don't speak to them anymore but in your heart you actually forgive them they physically mentally everything become a better person and a lot of people don't want that for that person they like no they have to suffer for the rest of their life they have to feel the hurt that i'm choosing to hold right now for the rest of their life they have to hold it but if i but if you just realize if you let it go no one has to feel this hurt but so i'm gonna add to that in a different light too though right because again i, I just like to think that the forgiveness is something that you own and so like you forgiving somebody frees you like it frees you and it gives them the opportunity to be free like of course their life gets better because the next time you and this is talking about in regards to communicating with somebody that you forgiven that you didn't want to forgive at first there's a person in my life that i think will hate me for forever and the circumstances by which this person might not like me again i don't i don't have any clue is um simply something that happened when we were kids right and the the person that does not like me i forgave they they attacked me in a sense one day right i let it go i reached out to this person numerous times numerous and they would not acknowledge or recognize me again i reached out because a part of my forgiveness is uh, of the part of the way I internalize my forgiveness is to make it not in a sense public, but I want to make it, you know, public to you. Like, hey, what's good? We good, fam. You know, blah, 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 right? This person would not acknowledge me in no way, form, or fashion, right? Now, mind you, something happened when we were like 16, 17, on 42, right? Then when I see this person in public, I still, regardless of the circumstance, even though I know they've never acknowledged me again, I still, hey, you know, they won't even look my way. And now, this is why I said it's up to every, the forgiveness is your own. That person is harboring that. Now, they do give it to me in a sense because 
I feel like I'm always trying to overcome that to let them know that everything is good. But again, they live with it in a total different way than I do. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, so, so one thing, one exercise I learned from, uh, it's a book called A Course in Miracles. It talks about like someone that you want to forgive or probably even want forgiveness from. Um, if you kind of like in meditation, if you kind of hold them up in like a ball of light, like you just see them radiating like a ball of light all over. You can do this for people you want want to be healed as well. Um, it it has a physical effect. Like it, like it really has a real effect. I, I've tried this with people and then I might receive a phone call or a message from them the next day. Like, it's like, wow, this is crazy. But because in my own mind, I see that nothing is wrong. Nothing has happened. It's like nothing really is wrong. Nothing has happened. And then for you to try to go back and access that memory is like either you can't or you realize how trivial it was that it doesn't really make a difference. It doesn't hold any weight. But I love I love that you brought up about something happened at 16, 17 and somebody's still being mad at 42. Like that's that's a long time to just be to, like you, you have to you have to remember one who you're mad at. And then you have to relive what they did so you know the level of madness to be toward them. And it's like, you, you're doing that for multiple people? That's crazy. That, that's crazy. Now, the other piece of this, though, and I would tell you, um, you know, somebody that, you know, we, we both uh, have come across in our lifetime that was, uh, that I was able to forgive. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, again, I, the way that I operate is I always try to, me and Bridge is not to in a sense say that uh, we're going to be best friends, but I always try to, you know, say, hey, you you will be forever family regardless of circumstances from Troy's side. Yeah. Don't mean you got to you have to uh, to be that to me. And uh, funny enough, uh, I didn't necessarily do it by the way that the Course of Miracles did it, but I did uh, pray about it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I held this person in high court by remembering all the greatness that I experienced with this person. And the funniest part about it, that person reached out to me. Now, this is not a, a happy ending type of story, but the person reached out to me and, uh, you know, we were able to discuss stuff. You know, hey, I'm good, family. You know, love you, family, blah, blah, blah. And the person reiterated to me how I was the bad person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they just brought it back out. Well, the reason why I'm like this is because of this. And I was like, okay, well, cool. You know, I was able to just accept what they believe in. And that's the reason why when it came to apologies for me, one of the things that I always apologize is I never, if if there was, uh, if you feel like there was any ill intent on my behalf, I want you to know that I never intended to do this. And if I did it, I did it unconsciously and not being aware that this would be something that would affect you. Going forward in the future, you will never have to worry about that again because I respect the boundaries that you've set within your own life in order for people to be around you. But that was never my intentions. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Jay. And, yeah, and that's the thing too. And, 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 and it's good you said that, like, like recognizing that everyone in all of their actions are doing it based on the level of wisdom they have, based on circumstances or whatever. Like everyone, everyone is right in their own mind, like based on the rules they set for themselves that they believe are true. And once you realize that, it's like, okay, that person only did that because they they feel this. They think that that's what they need to do in order to do this. And they're not going to necessarily learn another way with me shouting at them and, and, and letting them know this. And I, and I know what's funny is this is hypocritical because today on the basketball court, um, I had fun shouting at some, somebody. I'm not going to even lie to them. Because it, it, it's like I, I, I like I, I don't do this in a, in a mean or hurtful way. Um, how do I say this? But I, I love to do it, but I but I want it, I want to do it in a controlled way where nobody really has any ill feelings toward it afterwards. So basketball, when you're talking stuff, it's like, oh, you're talking stuff? Yes, let's do this. And then I'm, I'm able to do it. But even afterwards, like there's still love, we're still cool, nobody takes it to heart. And that's a beautiful thing. Like, but in, in real life, so to speak, people don't recognize that it's a game. Like they they are, they take this to heart, they take it personally, they take it as a personal attack on their character. Um, and then they go believe it. Like the, the, the only reason people might get mad at an attack on their character again is if they believe it's true uh, on some level. And if, if if you didn't believe it's true, you would not be mad. And so that's why I I think people should ask those hard questions about themselves and really look at themselves. 
And I think so. And I'm I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell you a story about that. And again, I won't say that I believe that it was true about me, but I believe that people will believe that it was true about me. And I'm going to tell you the uh, story of what I mean. And shout out to my brothers. And the reason why I say shout out to my brothers is because I've forgiven them because the reality of it is you never understand the inner workings of people. And sometimes it takes for you to, first of all, you, you to be exa an example one to show people in another way. But not only that, um, you, you, it, it takes time for you to learn things sometimes, right? So just kind of a little bit of a history of me, right? Where I grew up at, there were drugs that ran through my house for certain types of people, right? And um, I was exposed to it a lot, you know, crack, all kinds of different things because of the, the environment that I grew up in, right? So when we get, and, and not only that, I'm skinny. You know, I've always been a small frame dude. So we were in Prairie View uh, one day. We were at a comedy show, and I don't know if it was Mike Epps or whoever it was, but we're at this comedy show, and we sitting down, and, you know, the com comedian going off, he, you know, he, he having everybody laugh, and he goes, like, where are all the AKAs at? And, you know, they all do their little shout. He say, where are all the, you know, Delta's at? Where the Sigma's at? Where the Omega's at? Where the Kappa's at, right? And everybody's doing it. And then he says, where are all the crackheads at? And then everybody got quiet, and a couple of my friends were like, right here, and they pointed at me, right? And so I am devastated now. Because number one, again, the way that my, my life is set up is like, y'all know crack is in my house sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I'm little and y'all don't know, like, I don't know what y'all think about me, but for y'all to do this to me, it's devastating. And I was furious. I was furious. Now, again, I'm not doing crack at the time, but in my mind, I'm thinking, my friends think I do crack so much so that they would they would point me out, and then it made me think about myself in such a way that I want to fight them. I tried to fight my friends that night when we were walking home, right? So my point in in, in telling the story is number one, they didn't mean any harm or hurt by what they were doing to me, and nor that they understand the way that I was looking at my own life and my circumstances. They had no clue um, that I was living the way that I was living or I had the things going on around me that I had going on around me. And they also didn't understand that maybe I was self-conscious about myself being skinny. So all of these things kind of, you know, kind of just whirled around me in a sense where it made me feel a certain type of way. But they had no ill intent. And so this is where the facts had to come and prevail. So number one, before forgiving myself for feeling however I felt about myself, I had to look at the facts of my friends. These dudes loved me every step of the way of my life. These dudes did this. These I had to, I had to tell myself, the, and then in telling myself the truth, I had to think, why was this joke such a bad joke when we high side on each other all the time? What do you think about yourself? Why do you think this is so wrong? Forgive yourself for feeling, free yourself for feeling this way. And now you can free yourself from the way that you felt with your friends. And it was a process. You know, it was something that I had to, and it's not easy for everybody just to even internalize it that way. Because again, before I even get to this point, I tried to fight them. You know what I'm saying? I was so mad and it had nothing to do with them or truly the joke. And so, you know, I, I just, I ain't, I encourage people two things. Number one, you never know what somebody's going through. So that's one of the reasons why, for me, I apologize because I never know what part I'm playing in a role where they haven't forgiven themselves yet. But number two, when you're going through something, people don't always see the whole, you're looking at yourself a completely different way. And so you have to, if you're looking at yourself, just like I looked at the facts with my friends, I have to look at the facts from me. You have to understand who you are and then you have to forgive yourself if you think anything different of yourself. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And and even with that, like what's funny about that is they probably figured that crack was the farthest thing that you would ever do, that it is not possible, which is why they joked about it. And but like you said, like we 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 internalize things. We we hold on to certain beliefs and then we feel a certain way, like, oh, people are gonna think this about me. 
which is why like when we realize who we really are and that our worth could never be in jeopardy, then all this goes aside. But it's important what you said that it takes practice. It, it, it's a process. Like we're, we have to hear things over and over until we actually get it. Like forgiveness it, it's, it's a process. And it, even I'll say this too, even in your example, I've had a number of friends since I've like for real practice forgiveness that have said a lot of sideways things, but it wasn't really a sideways thing. It just exposed to me a limited belief that I was holding on to. And, and I thanked them for Well, I didn't thank them out loud, but I was like, man, I'm glad they said that because I, I wanted to get mad at that comment, but that's not a bad comment. Like that's not, they're joking. You know what I mean? And even if they weren't joking, that wouldn't matter, but it only matters because I'm, I'm holding this limited image of myself up. And when we remember that, like it's, it's it becomes easier to forgive. Now, nah, 100, like, listen to me. Um, since we started perfect mode, you want to know one of the ultimate challenges is for you to make an error in somebody else's mind or even an error in your mind. Um, and then somebody say, well, ain't you in perfect mode? You know what I'm saying? And you feel like it's a slight, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, but again, I, I love the fact that you, um, the way that you internalize it is recognizing like, first of all, I'm only seeing what I want to see anyway. You're right. I put this out here, not for me to be um, perfect in your eyes, but for me to perfect my own perfection, for me to recognize where I need to step up my game, no matter how many times it comes to me, no matter how many different ways, is for me to be able to analyze and understand what's true. And again, you know, a part of forgiving yourself is being able to accept, be accepting and forget about your past in a sense, right? But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and and, and, and even in that, like, uh, so it, it's a different perspective that we can have on life about everything if we saw it through the eyes of a perfect person. And, but, but there, there, again, there's a caveat to that because there's one level where you see yourself as perfect, but there's another level where you see yourself as perfect and everyone else is perfect. It's, it's a, it's a whole different experience. And, and even me, like I, I have to remind myself to see things like that because sometimes I don't, I, I, I look at situations from a limited point of view. I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? Or how is this going to happen? Because I'm looking at it through the eyes of a limited person. And I guess to give an example, um, there are identities that we put on. So I can say, as a black person, I know about this and that. But <laughs> what if I didn't say as a black person? What if I just said as a perfect as a person, person? Blah yeah. blah blah. But we never we never put on that high identity. We only put on these low ones, these compartmentalized identities. And I'm not saying black is lower in any way. I'm just saying that we are we are all so much higher than any definition that can define us even saying perfect is defining in a sense but if I, I, I say it to use a word that is all encompassing in a way nah i i love that man like it's just so much even in forgiving yourself for minimizing who you who what your potential is like and that again that's a part of the frustrations about life honestly um at, at least for me in and when I say growing up, I mean, as I'm aging, like a frustration is always uh, not, it's me recognizing what my full potential is and me realizing that I haven't allowed myself to, to do that. And, you know, you know, I think that you, only way that you can uh, excel beyond the limitations that you have is really to forgive yourself and say that number one, I still got time, you know, um, it's never too late. It's never too late for me to to uh, to examine what my full potential is uh, and, and, and practice and try to figure it out. But, you know, that all does start with forgiving yourself and not holding yourself to something that's not even real anymore. Go ahead, Jay. And I, I like that you brought up time because really we we have infinite time. And, and what I mean is since you since we do have infinite time, I know everybody doesn't agree that. But would you want to spend infinite time being limited, like seeing yourself? in pain, holding on to resentment and all of that with all of it and all of this time when you could just be happy right now. And then when you spend all of this time, it's just happy, 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 happy. Like I'm, I'm with you. Like if, if you, if time is really an issue, like if it really, really, really is an issue, do you really have time to be mad about anything? Like, do you really have time to be thinking about something that don't got nothing to do with what you're trying to do? Like, 
time can't really be that important to most people anyway because we allow so much time to be spent on it we allow so much time to be uh focused on things that don't move us toward what we want to and and, and again I'm, I, I'm taking it away from just being other people just myself how much time am i going how much time do i have to feel sorry for myself how much time do i have to be mad at myself how much time do i have to be mad at you like there's if, if time is really of the essence in it in, in, in reality man yeah Go ahead, Jay. and i i love the, the wording because like because again it's things people say that they don't realize like you ask well i feel bad for yourself like people will feel bad for other people people will feel sorry for other people and it's like no feel happy for them feel happy for yourself like if you could feel anything why would that be your go-to and we don't realize that we're programming ourselves to do these things and it, it might sound subtle but we really are like we hear someone's story we like oh we feel sorry for them but there's so many things about their story to feel happy for them too but we're choosing this other one uh but since we are getting close on time as a recap what would you say for people to start the forgiving process the correct forgiving process what would you say those some of those steps would be well i think number one would always be always starting at home you know figure out like for yourself like what am I holding on? Because if you can start, okay, it's, it's kind of tricky here. Because if you can really start to forgive people, number one, outside of yourself, it makes it easier for you to forgive yourself, I think. But I also think that if you can really start taking time, you know, maybe to meditate, and like you said, find out why things are like bothering you. Why am I mad about this? Why do I feel this way about this? Why am I looking at the way other people do these things a certain way? Why does that even have any uh, type of effect on me at all? I think is a good start because being able to recognize yourself and recognize how you, why you feel certain ways about something, I think is a big part of, of forgiveness. Yeah, I love that. And 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 also uh, to add to it, yeah, like like welcome. <laughs> I know I hate to say it like this, but but welcome the the things that make you feel a certain way because it, it's, it's a way for you to figure out like they're, they're, like if you tried to figure out all the things that made you mad right now, you probably couldn't. But when you welcome things to happen, it's like, ah, okay, I have a choice now. I can, I can forgive or I can not forgive. And don't be hard on yourself. If you still choose not to forgive the, the important thing is that you recognize it first, like to recognize you have a choice is one of the biggest steps you can take. And once you start to recognize it, no matter what choice you make, you see how, you 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 can take responsibility for your happiness. I want to say one more thing. I know we're getting there, but remember how being happy makes you happy. Remember how being like for some reason when we're happy, we're just happy. And then we forget how choosing to be happy makes us so happy. Remember how being happy makes you happy. Because if you can remember that, maybe you would choose that more often than not. And I don't think, you know, happiness and forgiveness go together. Like, it, it just don't. So just remember how being happy makes you happy. Go ahead, Jay. I know yeah, I, man, I love it. And, and, and why would you give that to somebody? Why, why would I give to you my happiness? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you can be included in it, but why would I say, here, you can now make me mad or sad? Like, that's just that's crazy. But yeah, yeah but, man. But I want to say I uh, appreciate everybody joining us. Join us next week because the topic is the answer is always in the question. What? what? So, yeah, if, what if you found this helpful, uh, hit that share button, like, subscribe if you're watching this on, on YouTube and all that stuff. And, and yeah, I just appreciate y'all, man. And just remember, you're a perfect creation made by a perfect creator. So you might as well accept your perfection and enter perfect mode. Cheers. If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to perfect mode, there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Perfect!
perfect.